the flip of the watch. It's game time. Game time. Twenty. Just the flip of the watch. It's game time. Game time. Twenty. Just the flip of the watch. It's game time. Game time. Twenty. What's up? Welcome to another episode of the 520 Collective Podcast. It's where music meets ministry and the indie artist takes center stage. We are in the field here on the Track Stars Podcast Network. You can also make sure to check us out on Audio Mac and iHeartRadio. Uh, yeah, man, Audio Mac is audiomac.com slash 520-co. Just search for 520 Collective in the search bar at iHeartRadio, and you'll be able to hear not only any new episodes that we put out, but all of our past episodes as well. I am Eric Boston. You can hit me up on Twitter at Eric Boston three. That's at Eric Boston and the number three love to chat with you. And with me as always is my guy, Nate Shelton. What's good, man. Hey, what's good. It's uh we're getting to the end of the summer already. I, I'm, I'm not too thrilled about that myself, but I guess time flies when you're having fun. Something like that. <laughs> something like that man for sure I, i'm glad to hear you've been having fun well uh we'll call it fun i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man where, where people hit you up at well you can always follow me on twitter at i am underscore nate dog okay follow me there that's where i do all my my uh updates with chh and other musings that i might have rather sports or whatever's going on you know try to keep it light on there not to get too serious so follow me there for all the newest chh stuff mostly for sure for sure you know you guys can follow us if you're not already 520 collective on twitter instagram facebook we're, we're all over the place and it's at 520 underscore co but of course if you want to keep up on the latest, not only what's happening at the platform, but what's going on throughout the independent Christian rap space. Um, check out 520collective.com. That's 520 spelled out, 520collective.com, where we've got lots of great content, guys, from music postings, reviews, interviews, articles, a little bit of everything there for you. So make sure you check us out, 520collective.com. And while you're there, click the link to join our Discord. That's where our community takes place. A lot of great conversations, lots of great people in the Discord server. And you can be a part of it. Get tapped in for live events like our Saturday night forums, interviews, and just daily conversations. As well as getting the chance to sit in as we record the 520 Collective podcast as well. So we'd love to see you do that. 520collective.com is the home for all of the 520 Collective content that we put out. Speaking of, Nate, one of the big parts of our platform is your playlist. It's the official playlist of 520 Collective. It's the sauce. What are some new tracks this past month, man, that you added to the sauce that... Um, you're just feeling, man, that you think people need to make sure to check out. Well, it seems like every week, you know, people keep raising, artists keep raising the bar with uh, new music. Makes it really difficult sometimes to find a, you know, five favorite songs that have come out. Kind of got to weed through it to really find a song that stands out from everything else. So it did take me a little while uh, this month, but did find um, some music that I think everybody needs to be paying attention to. Uh, first off, and again, always these are in no potential order, don't. Um, but just call me DT 
released his new single, Take Flight. Uh, it's a very good track. A friend of ours, uh, DT, he's got the collective with J. Soul and uh, Outer City down in Florida. The collective down there, they're, they've just started recently. So Take Flight, his new single. Uh, Prodigal, another uh, uh, friend of ours uh, with the platform, did a new single with Weez the Satellite Kid, GMS, uh, Give Me some, give me My Space. His new single is out as well. Great collab there with Weez. Also, we got TC. Uh, we all know TC. We've been working with him for quite a while now. New single with Intellect, released called Dirty Apron. He's got a, a new project in the works as well, too, so keep an eye out for that. Also, a new single with Mitch Durrell and A. Ruiz, Crying Out. Uh, Mitch did great work there, and uh, A. Ruiz, great hook on that. It's just a great collab. And rounding out the top five, uh, Gerald had a single with uh, some great features on it. El Val, Hilgi, and S.O. the Kid. Uh, Fuse, his new single came out. He also just recently released a new album as well. So uh, look out for that. It's Jarrell, I believe it's Jarrell FMG. Um, new album out, but his single Fuse uh, that rounds out my top five this month. Always great music, and like I said, it's getting harder each month to narrow down a top five and let you know what you need to be looking for. Yeah, man, and and there was some really good uh, choices there, dude. I mean, obviously, you know, just call me DT. He was our rookie of the year for 2020. Uh, he is a beast whenever it comes to you know just any song that he takes part in. Um, and then, yeah, man, I love that track, uh, that Dirty Apron with uh, TC and Intellect. Those guys, man, they they've worked on a couple of songs, man. They, I know they got some some other stuff in the works as well. And they've just got good chemistry, man. The, the, those two guys, uh, TC and Intellect, they work. Um, they, I don't know. It's just they really, you know, work well with each other. They complement each other very well uh, on tracks. And and you mentioned that um, TC has a new project coming out. Um, it's called Growth, and it's available. It's going to be available. Uh, exclusively on Bandcamp to start. So if you guys have not set up a Bandcamp account, I would recommend going and doing so. You can purchase the the album Growth from TC. It actually comes out on August 16th. So that is, uh, let's see, what is that? that that's a Monday. So... Uh, a little bit different, a little bit different. They're dropping on a Monday, dropping on Bandcamp. So make sure you go and support, man. I think the album from, at least on pre-orders, is only six bucks. So it's a, it's an easy, easy project to, to sponsor, uh, or to support, you know, get, getting that, uh, I mean, shoot, 19 tracks for six bucks. You can't beat it. Uh, but, but the one thing that really stands out to me, Nate, is, the fact that TC, he's not dropping on a Friday. He's dropping on a Monday. What What is going on? That's craziness. That is that is wild. Every, doesn't he know that everybody drops on a Friday these days? Everybody <laughs> drops on a Friday. However, however, Nate, I saw something very interesting a while back um, from Z over at DJ Booth. He so Brian Zizuk, he's the editor in chief for DJ Booth, and he said on Twitter uh, that in 2015 the music industry moved the global release day from Tuesday to Friday. So, like when you and you when you and I were coming up, man, new music, movies, all this stuff, right? Video game, it came out on Tuesdays. That was just when stuff was released. Um, and whenever you were in school, you were frustrated because you were in school and you weren't there to get music. And, uh, in the summer, you know, you're bugging your parents to take you to the mall or whatever the case is to get the music on a Tuesday morning. Right. Um, but yeah, so 
let me let me go back to Z's tweet here. Um, you know, he said the global release date moved from Tuesday to Friday. At the time, the decision was made to a combat, pi- excuse me, combat piracy, and b align with the traditional consumer payday, among other smaller reasons. Six years later, it's time to go back, is what Z says, and I want to talk about that, man. Like, he's saying it's time to go back to Tuesdays. Uh, I think it's time to release kind of whenever. Honestly, as you can see, TC's release on Monday. We've seen guys release stuff on Saturday. Um, We've seen, I've seen some songs, you know, recently that have dropped on a Sunday because it coincides with the holiday or or whatever. Um, So you got, you're starting to see people playing around with what day of the week they release release it because like z said whenever it changed a big part of that was you know typically people get paid on friday so they've got money they can go out and they can grab it and this was still when everything was primarily primarily physical um copies of of music uh not as much on the digital side like it, it was when stuff was just kind of you know the our feet were getting was getting wet with the the digital music right and you did have a, a struggle with uh some piracy issues and whatnot um and i know i've also heard <coughs> excuse me I've, I've also heard uh people talk about how the friday shift impacted like the ability to chart as well. Um, and I know that's one kind of negative that some people try to throw out there. Well, if I'm, if I move to a different day, is that going to make it where I can't chart? And the answer there is no. And we can get into that. But, um, what do you think, Nate, just from the, just from the basics here? Like, do you agree with Z? Do you think that we need to, because stuff has evolved over the past six years and stuff has changed. Do you think we need to go back to a traditional release date that's earlier in the week? Or do you feel like artists should just pick a day and it doesn't really matter. Just pick a day and promo it and and release it. What are your thoughts? I mean, just from the little bit of discussions I've had with a couple people about it, um, to me, Friday, you got, you know, you're competing with not just other CHH artists, but music in general, the music industry in general. Somebody like, for example, this last week, Nas dropped a new album. Well, if you're, you know, you've got a debut project or something you've been wanting to push for a while, and all of a sudden, you know, somebody like Nas announces he's got a surprise album or, you know, something like that. this wasn't a surprise in this instance, but, you know, now you're fighting for uh, other people's ears with more popular artists. Um, and also on top of that, you're thinking, think about dropping on a Friday and relate it to something that's not even really, I mean, it's kind of similar, but the news industry you talk about stuff on Friday or release new music on Friday by Monday. Most people, most fans have moved on to something else. You know, they go to the week on, go through the weekend, get distracted with life, weekend plans, whatever by Monday. Oh, you know, what was that new song that dropped last week? Um, so that's that factor as well. Um, but apparent from what I've been talking with people, the biggest advantage of dropping earlier in the week is you have more time to market it and push it. So, you know, you drop on a Monday or Tuesday, you have that whole week to work on getting ears on your music for the rest of the week. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you, it doesn't matter what day of the week you drop on, they all, they all add to your totals. You know, especially if you're someone that's that's making a push specifically to try to chart, like it's it's that whole week's totals. Now, you know, Friday that kind of limits it a little bit, and, and like you said, for for bigger artists like a Nas or, or whoever, um, that's that doesn't matter. You know, they're gonna get their streams, they're gonna chart. Um, 
but independent artist, you know, there, there's different, there's different factors at play. Now, if you're really good at pushing pre-saves and pre-orders, um, that can help you chart, you know, whether you're, whether it's a Friday or, or whenever, um, uh, because those pre-saves and those pre-orders all go into your total immediately, right? So it's like you got thousands of, of, of uh, purchases right whenever it releases. So yeah, I'm, I'm with it, man. Like I think definitely just independent artists in general should consider, um, should consider dropping on an alternative day of the week. Uh, I, I think there's a big benefit there because like you say, you're not competing as much with those bigger artists to get listeners to check out your stuff. Um, like I say, I think there's, you know, plenty of listeners with good intentions that say, okay, I want to check out this list of releases However, there's a hierarchy there on who I'm going to listen to first. And hopefully I don't forget about the guys that are, you know, lower on the list. Um, so yeah, that, that. And also say, you know, Hey, I'm just an example. Joe, Joe Jones really has a new single coming out this Friday. And then you find out, Oh, well, Drake's dropping an album this Friday as well. I want to listen to that first because that's what everybody else is going to be listening to. And I'll get to your single after I listen to that. Well, between that album and the single, who knows what could happen. And then you never listen to the single. So yeah, it's yeah. And, and you could probably, you know, you could say, well, artists should maybe plan out their releases better you know, to try to be around those big, but one thing that we're definitely seeing is those big artists, they're not having the rollouts like what they used to. Cause they know I can drop whenever and people are going to listen. So you might find out the week of, Oh, this is drop. This is dropping Friday. What? I hadn't heard a thing about it. Well, it's because they can afford to do that. They don't have to push it for a month, you know, ahead of time exactly. to get they people gotta, to tune in like independent. They artists. have a dedicated fan. They have a dedicated fan base that's going to listen no matter what. I mean, yeah. And you I told me that another thing that I thought that I think would be very interesting that you kind of hit on. And I know like uh, our guy microphone uh, out of Philly, he had mentioned this on his uh, Twitter feed a while back. Also, like it could be cool for like a sub genre, you know, like, you know, the, the, CHH, Christian Rap, faith-based hip-hop space, you know, that we're a part of, it could be cool if, like, a large chunk of the artists in this space came together and said, hey, we're going to release on Mondays, or whatever. So, like, Monday is new CHH day, you know? Um, yeah, you're still, you know, there, there's pros and cons to everything. You, you still have competition for listeners there however if we get 20 singles in the in our space every monday it's a little easier to digest that and pay attention to that throughout the week and then being able to listen to those bigger artists on the weekend that drop so i don't know a lot of interesting stuff man for for people to think about um even if we don't come together as a collective, say we're going to do this, you know, for as a subgenre, um, I think that especially while you're building a fan base, you're bi- building a listener base. Um, it's smart, man, for for some of these artists to really do that, and you know, not only give their listeners less distractions from their music that way, but also another thing is one promote ahead of time that I'm dropping on this specific day. Cause while it's cool that like TC, for example, is dropping his album on a Monday. That's awesome. If he hadn't told us a two or three weeks out that he was dropping it, then there's also a chance that you miss it with that as well, because cool. You dropped on Monday, but I'm not, I'm not looking out for it on a Monday, you know? <laughs> Exactly, and then this, yeah, the factor that it's he's releasing it on Bandcamp exclusively for to begin with, 
you know, that's uh, a big chunk of, of listeners you could be losing if you didn't have a specific rollout for that. So, And I want to speak to listeners, man. Listeners need to understand that, you know, I, I hear so many people say, oh, I can go and listen to it on Spotify for free, right? Dude, you can go listen to music on Bandcamp for free, too. You don't have to buy everything. It's a streaming service as well. So the thing is, is that Bandcamp offers us as consumers, as listeners, an opportunity to support those artists. And they get somewhere between 80 and 90% every time that you make a purchase on Bandcamp. So not only can you go on there and listen to it and know that you like it ahead of time and then buy it, but your dollar means so much more to that artist than it does um, using Spotify where you can't, I mean, I guess I, what Spotify has the, the option to donate now to artists, but it's still not the same. No, and unless you plan to listen to the single or album nonstop all night the first night, you're really not benefiting the artist that much. So it definitely is more more beneficial to your favorite artist to if they have something like a Bandcamp set up or they're releasing their they have their own website they're releasing through support them that way if you want to see them grow as an artist and you know further their career that's the best way to go for sure man for sure and hey another guy who is going a non-traditional route with his newest single is our dude Chris TYK Chris the Young King and he is our featured music this month Nate uh, his new single called Water Breathing released August 10th so that was a Tuesday so uh, we've got it here for you guys being sponsored as always our featured song by uh, Show Me Christ Records out of St. Louis, Missouri. Check them out, showmechristrecords.com. They've got playlists. They've got music from their artists, such as Jude, obviously. And they've also been doing some cool stuff on YouTube where um, Daryl's been doing some uh, like review videos or, or reaction videos to music in the CHH space on YouTube. So go and check it out. ShowMeChristRecords.com, and they are our sponsor for this month's featured song. Um, like I said, it just came out this past week, this past Tuesday. So on August 10th, Water Breathing by Chris TYK. We're going to check that out, Nate. You know, um, make sure you guys stick around after the song, though, because we've got a good industry insider interview this month with uh, Nucci Rayo, who. You know, he started out in mainstream hip-hop, man. He was writing uh, songs for, for P. Diddy. I mean, he was right up there. And then he came over to the Kingdom side, man, and been doing some cool stuff, including founding Godify Streams. So it's an exciting interview that you're going to want to check out. But, um, yeah, man, Nate, we're going to tap into this new single, Water Breathing, by Chris TYK, bro. It's been a, a another good... Another good month, man. I'm excited to see what happens over the next uh, month here until we get on for the next episode of the podcast. Yeah, it's always, always a great time getting together and doing these shows. Looking forward to next month. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, we will check you guys out. Check out the song. Stick around for the uh, Industry Insider interview as well. And make sure you hit up 520collective.com. For all that happens in between podcast episodes. Water breathing. First form. Water surface slash. Don't smoke no Dutch's ooh. I smoke nothing, it ain't nothing new. 
I was born again, I was made anew Praying that I make it through, and you make it too Cook it up nice and it's not a stew Hands on my head like lights with the out of view Life ain't picture perfect like a beginner drew Earth not my home, I'm just Airbnb for a few Better get a clue, you say Christian rappers whack But I'm dope in fact, my God, ten times doper Since before Judas hung himself with a rope sir For crossing him, I was lost but now I'm lost in him Not talk about the power of Jim I'm powered up, not off a sink Got demons, but I'm offing them They light is dim, but they burn like calories in a CrossFit gym I'm tossing in, all of my chips on a bed On Christ, I bet my life Cause my death no longer in sight With the Father I'm made to fight And he made me right, cause now with the sword I fight And it's extra sharp, who next to part This thing, life and it's art How does my lady looking like snack? No Instacart, I'm accurate, I hit my mark Not an actor, but I play my part God be the factor if I hit the charts 10-4, constant flux I ain't left it, I ain't win, never gone Hold the door on the way I get it on I slide through and glide, I slide through like slip and slide I slide through and slip and slide, suck a mine Ain't done that since I knew line Line of Judah, don't worship them Fuchsias Muhammad out of Buddha I get busy, God over all that Gouda Who the, who do you think you are? Name hold weight like chunks of cars Songs hold bars like sales and all I got sins, God forgives them all Anywhere I speak the altar call you offer the landing and go standing. Now I throw that seed like I'm planting. Christian going for the chip. I'm not a monk. So don't call me Alvin. I'm something like Mike, but don't call me Calvin. Maybe it's the shoes or it's his own moves. I keep them guessing, getting real confused. People saying my bars are it, but I am no clown. People saying my bars are it, but it's not no tag. Not playing around. I'm staying around. They lay me down, but now I'm gonna lay it down. But lay it down. Help me before I drown My songs the way the panic can sound Consequences, I'm paying them now Just the fences, but demons, I'm taking them down I ain't get going, gotta keep flowing Gotta keep swimming like I was Dory This is not the ending of my story Gotta move forward, gotta move wide Bring in lows and embrace the highs The way I'll get by, and I might just die Hey, what's up? My name is Darius Mullen, and along with Daniel Potts, I'm super excited to be sponsoring this episode. I want to encourage you to check out Daniel and I's brand new collab release, Here to Stay, which is available everywhere right now. This should be played at high volume. Oh. I don't care what they're gonna have to say. I'ma do it anyway, man, it's in my DNA. I don't care if they even hit play. Better get up out my way, cause you know I'm here to stay. Oh. I don't care what they're gonna You can find Here to Stay wherever you listen to music on the artist page for Darius Mullen. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-M-U-L-L-I-N. Or Daniel Potts. That's D-V-N-I-E-L-P-O-T-T-S. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, what's up? This is Eric with 520 Collective and the 520 Collective Podcast. I want to talk to you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor... It's the easiest way possible to make a podcast. Let me break it down for you. One, it's free. That's right. No cost to use Anchor. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So if you want to get on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many, many more, then it's really, really easy, guys. You just set up an Anchor account at anchor.fm. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Again, make money, no minimum listeners. You're not going to find that anywhere else. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. So go right now and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And make sure you let them know you heard it on 520 Collective podcast welcome to this month's industry insider interview brought to you officially by bookkeeper247.com what's good and welcome to another industry insider interview here on the 520 collective podcast we're excited to be sponsored by the bookkeeper247.com make sure you check out 
tbk247.com now. Uh, the bookkeeper 247. They are all about the Christian hip hop space. Uh, they know that good music is always personal. The bookkeeper 247 understands the influence music has on our lives. Uh, check out the website as they are looking to deliver Christian content for the culture. And they're looking to change that culture for God as the bookkeeper 24 seven becomes a voice in the Christian hip hop space. So check them out. TBK 247.com and join me right now on the track stars podcasting network phone line, man, this dude, he, he is an artist. He's an entrepreneur. He's been right there alongside some of the biggest names in hip hop, as well as being a creator of Godify streams, and we're going to talk about all that. Joining me right now, it's the King's Kid, Nucci Rayo. What is good, sir? Yes, sir. How's everything? Thank you for having me, beloved. I think that's a great intro. I tell people all the time, I'm a businessman. I just happen to rap. <laughs> <laughs> great. And you've been doing it for a while, man. Like for for the people who don't know, um, why don't you just give a quick rundown? How did you get started uh, in hip hop? Okay, good question. Well, first, uh, I knew I wanted to rap ever since 10 years old. I'm 10 years old in 1988, living on a street called William Street. A Slick Rick video comes on. He's hopping out the limo. I think it was Teenage Love. He's hopping out the wind limo. He has the fur coat on. Much different life than I was living at the time. But I was like, man, that's the life I want to live. So I told my friends at the time around me, hey, look, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a rapper. And a lot of my childhood friends say that I was never a kid. <clears throat> they say I was 10 years old with a 10-year plan. So basically, I had a 10-year plan to get a record deal, and that's what I did. So at 19, going on 20, I got discovered by Dom Poole, who uh, also discovered Mary J. Blige and um, or managed Mary J. Blige. And Shine, he brought Shine to Bad Boy. Um, a couple other big names. You know what I mean? Don Poole has always been real heavy in the game. And so uh, he was at Bad Boy for a while as well, which is uh, how I started writing for Puff Daddy. So before that, when Don Poole signed me, he had a, a label deal at MCA Records. Gave me a huge record deal. At the time, I started writing for Puff Daddy, started working on my own album, you know, and that's when I just started kind of making waves on like Hot 97 and, you know, all of the mixtapes in New York City and just, you know, made a buzz for myself, which is hard being in the tri-state and coming out of Jersey. You know what I'm saying? So ever since then, it's been no looking back. So you were, I mean, it's not like, you know, you, you hear sometimes of um, guys who go from the mainstream over to, you know, and they come over to the Christian side of stuff. Uh, but, you know, not very often do you hear it where they were doing, you know, involved in the mainstream at the level that you were, man. Like, I mean, just like, I guess, how does that time and, and that level of of influence that uh, you were able to connect with, you know, because when you talk about, you know, obviously, you know, Puff Daddy and, and Bad Boy, that's, you know, the top tier of it, right? So, um, like, how did that just impact you? You know, you, you talked about the arts, but like, you know, you said now you're you're also a businessman and all this. Like, how did that just impact you uh, and what you did what, or what you're able to do, you know, coming over and being a part of the Christian space now? Well, I'm going to tell you why that's a great question, because like I was also when I was on MCA Records, don't forget, I was label mates for Mary J. Blige. So signing MCA at the time was me, Mary J. Blige, Common, The Roots and Shaggy, right? So we're all label mates. Now, what what it was the important part to know is this. I never hung with artists. This is why as much of a buzz I've had in this area today, where artists who came in the game with my class, they get together, they do record cyphers, different stuff. Nobody calls me, right? And I, I had a bigger buzz in New York City than most of them. They don't reach out to me because I never hung with them. I never wanted to be cool with them. I was never cool with them. I hung with the executives. The artists were not living how I wanted to live. They weren't doing what I wanted to do. So I hung with the executives. So all I did was soak up business game. Because I had nothing to say. I'm 20 years old, coming fresh off the block. I'm quiet around these guys. 
You know what I'm saying? So you got people like Don Poole, Puff Daddy, Anton Marshall, who was up at Interscope at the time, E. Nicks, who was that Violator at the time, Mark Pitts, who was over, I think, that's Jive at the time. All these guys hanging in a circle, and then it's me, right? Because I came, I tagged along with Don Poole. So if he's like, hey, I'm going to Miami, I'm like, bro, can I come? He's like, yeah. So I get to Miami with him, and this is his circle. You see what I'm saying? So when we going out to restaurants, or when we just at the hotel chilling in the lobby or whatever, they talking, and I'm soaking up business game because they have other businesses. These are college guys. These are successful guys. They have other businesses. So as they talk, I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? And so I learned so much from those guys that I've always been able to take. Like, for example, bro, I've never had a nine-to-five in my life. Never one. I don't. I don't know what it's like to have a job, fill out an application, do all that. I, I never did that because I've been an entrepreneur from day one, right? So anytime I could get business savvy, I will be quiet and get it. You know, I had a paper route, 10, 11, 12 years old. I had other people delivering my newspapers for me. You know what I mean? I had the local newspaper change the rules because of what I was doing with the newspaper. The, the guy came and visited me and said, "Hey, you can't do this." Because I was getting other kids to sign up because you can only have one under your name. I'm getting other kids to sign up so that we can have more paper routes and get other people to deliver the papers. And I'm giving everybody a little piece. This is the kind of person I've been from the door. So rapping, yeah, I love it. I love music. I'm passionate about it. It's, it's a priority to me. It changed my life. It took me around the world. But I'm really good at the business side. For sure, for sure. And I want to dive into that you know, deeper. But before we do, I want to talk about just how you made that transition from, you know, the mainstream world over to, uh, the, like you said, the kingdom. And I know one thing that we probably should have said was that you actually, you have a little bit of, of acting chops as well, right? Cause you got, um, into, um, uh, a play, right. That was faith-based and because, of, and, and that had a big impact on you, right? Yeah, definitely. Now, I got saved by being a part. Part of my salvation process was being part of Christian theater. Now, let me just keep it a hundred because that's what I do all the time. I was in that play. I completely sucked. I wasn't good. I'm not a good. <laughs> I'm not a good actor, but I enjoyed the process, and you know, it led me down that road to salvation. Yeah, it was a play called Judgment Day, and it's episodic. And at the end of each episode, the person, you see their story, they either go to heaven or hell. They had me play a role of a music executive who was going to hell. Very ironic. So I didn't even notice what was going on as I was part of it. It was just more entertainment to me. And I love entertaining, right? It wasn't until I watched it back that I said, whoa, this story is crazy. And if this is real... Everything has to change. And it's like, in that place, just the presence of the Holy Spirit was so tangible as I got that revelation. You know, and I was just like, wow, like, what is that? You know, and I could just sense that it was like the presence of God. And it was just so pure and holy and refreshing. And, you know, I was like, I'm a, you, you know, you can never be the same. It was an encounter. You see what I'm saying? You'll never be the same after an encounter with God. And that's what it was for me, being part of that play and then looking at that story back, looking at the tape. It was an encounter. And that's what brought me to surrender. And I, I've never looked back. Again, guys, joining me on the Track Stars Podcast Network phone line, Nucci Rayo, artist and creator of God of Five Streams. And so let's jump into that a little bit more. You talked about coming over and in, in, to the kingdom side and noticing that, hey, you know, we're relying on on the world, right? We're relying on Spotify and Apple and all this stuff. And, and why don't we have our own streaming service? So you come up with Godify Streams. What What's that process like, man? Like uh, where, you know, just how did you get started? And, and what was your kind of first steps in that? Well, when I first thought of it, Creating an app independently was like preventably expensive. <clears throat> so it took like years for all that to change. So the price of creating apps and doing software infrastructure and architecture, all of that changed. And so although it was still expensive, uh, 
I was able to go forth with. I was able to raise the funds and, and go forth. And also from when my team won Songwriter of the Year back in, I don't know, 2005 or six, I knew the president of BMI. So I was able to call him and find out how I could do all the licensing because I didn't want to get sued like Spotify did. You know, when they first came, they got sued for $50 million. They lost that lawsuit easy because you got to do the licensing correctly and all that. So I just took everything I knew about publishing and licensing, added that. I found a real, real good team named DMR to build Godify for me and uh, reached out to a lot of artists myself reached out to all the gospel labels, did deals with all of them, and uh, just decided to launch. And we launched December of 2019. And uh, it's been good so far. Yeah, so like, what? what's just your goal with Godify Streams? Like, what are you hoping that it, like, when it's all said and done, man, like, what do you want people to look back and say about what you guys have done, you know, with that company? Yeah, I mean, we want to get up there with the big boys, like, you know, we want to have, you know, they have 75 million subscriptions and stuff like that. That's what we're going for. We're going for 100 million subscriptions. You know, like we're not, once again, like I said, Christian alternatives are always lesser than. And it's time for that to stop. You know, so it's, it's, the, it's kingdom stuff. If as many people are really Christians as claim to be Christians, Godify should be bigger than Spotify. Or just as big as Apple Music, Pandora, all of them. So our idea is to compete with the big boys. We have that kind of funding. We have that kind of push. We have that kind of know-how. And so that's our focus. And so it's not an overnight process, but that is our end goal is to be right up there with like the big three. Yeah, man. And then obviously, um, you know, whenever you just hear the name Godify, even when you look at your your logo, it, you know, it's easy to connect to Spotify. But if I'm not mistaken, you actually kind of had to have some talks with Spotify putting this together. Is that correct? Well, in, in a way, yeah, because originally my idea was just to create it and sell it to them. But the people who I was able to have conversations with, the number was nowhere near what I wanted it to be, you know, but they had nothing to do with the idea at all. You know, there's a lot of five companies. You got Givelify, you got Shopify. You know, it just so happens that we're another streaming service and it's also five. But um, around the same time where they launched is when I started a company and registered it. You know, so, um, you know, that was my original idea was to partner with them. But, you know, things don't go that way all the time. So we're doing it independently and we're going to get where we're going. Got you, got you. And so for people who haven't checked uh, out Godify, um, what did they, they log on, they set their account. Like, what are they going to find on there, man? I mean, obviously there, there's music, but there's a lot more. And, you know, some people might even think, oh, well, this was started by someone in the hip hop community. Maybe it's just hip hop, but it's, it's a wide range of content that is on there. Like, like what kind of offerings does Godify have? Well, it's international, so you're going to find worship music from all around the world. But what I think is important is the fact that you have independent artists who would not have an outlet otherwise. Otherwise, their music might sit on YouTube and be ignored. It might sit on Spotify and not even get noticed because on Spotify, what is it? 1% of the music on there gets streamed, right? So you'll sit somewhere where it's not a dedicated streamer surface and nobody goes to your music except maybe you and your family. It's just the reality. But on Godify, you'll discover all this new music. You know what I mean? From artists who the gatekeepers would have never let blow up. The, the major labels would never sign these artists because they sing better than a lot of their artists and they're more anointed. So what we want to do with Godify is break down the gate. We want to give these artists an outlet where they don't have to go through the majors just to get discovered or just to have a career in Christian music. You know what I mean? So what you're going to find is you're going to discover stuff you would have never heard of before. And that's one of our main focuses. As podcasts, we have the Kid Zone, which has all children's content, cartoons, and et cetera, uh, that are safe. Because as we know, Disney and these other outlets have none but witches, warlocks, dragons, magic, all kind of stuff Christian kids should not be consuming so we've combated that 
and we have much more than just hip-hop. That's a valuable point. I see how people could think that, but no. It's not a Christian hip-hop streaming service. It has everything. We have sermons uh, coming uh, hopefully by Christmas. We'll be going live, so pastors will be able to go live from Godify every Sunday. So there's a lot going on. We're coming with a radio station, so you'll be able to just log on to the app, click play, and go on about your day and let it rock. So we're going to be doing a lot of expansion, but I think the most important thing is that you'll discover new Christian artists, and that's important. Yeah, man. And, and one thing that you mentioned, like the the children's content and that there's cartoons, like you, you actually have movies and stuff that are available on there as well. I mean, I think that's something that definitely sets it apart as far as a streaming service because typically if you've got you know like say spotify you're just going there and you're listening to music right that that's what you're doing you maybe you listen to podcasts um but it's audio it's but you've got a mix of stuff happening here right so that's definitely unique yeah audio and video exactly and we're gonna have a lot of original content as well you know a lot of original movies original albums and things of that nature so yeah I think that we set ourselves apart with the fact that there is this big visual content uh, element to what we have. Yeah, man. So you you said you you know that everything officially launched in 2019, and then obviously we have a, a, a pandemic hit. Uh, like, how did that impact uh, what you guys have been doing with Godify? You know, did it cause it you to have to shift, or did I mean? I think you hear a lot of people saying that it actually kind of helped that people were kind of home and, and needed that entertainment. Uh, what, what did you guys see for, on your side? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, companies that actually bloomed in the pandemic. But for us, at first there was an explosion. Then we saw at least a 60% decrease because people didn't know what they were going to do with their money, right? They didn't know what was next. There were some people who couldn't even eat. They were losing their jobs. They were getting sent home. Restaurants closed and hotels closed, all kind of stuff. And so $5 a month is a lot when you don't know how you're going to eat. So we saw a big decrease. It was probably the hardest time that we could have ever launched. But our faith is in God. I know he gave me the vision. So none of that scares me. You know what I mean? When I'm doing something that I know is God, nothing scares me. Nothing scares me regardless, because if it isn't God, oh, well, I'm not afraid to drop something. But at the end of the day, I know this is a vision he gave me. So it was a difficult time. It surprised me. It didn't surprise him. So as long as God is all-knowing, I'm fine. You know, so, yeah, we saw a big decrease. It was difficult. But Jesus is still on the throne, so we were able to keep going. Companies much larger than us, went bankrupt during that time. You know, Fortune 500 companies failed during that time and we were able to keep going. So that's a testament to our faith alone because, I mean, we had every reason to just fold, but, you know, we kept going. And so uh, we're still here. Definitely, definitely. And you mentioned, uh, you know, the five bucks a month. So, you know, for those looking to set up an account, you, you do have that involved in there. Um Go to GodifyStreams.com and you guys can get um, more details. Uh, but I guess my question is, like, if I'm an independent artist or if I'm someone like like us here you know, at 520 Collective and we've got a podcast, uh, how, how do I you know, get my content to Godify and get it on there where people can be checking it out? Yeah, very simple. Just email it. To the file, the artwork, and you know a little bit about it to info at godifystreams.com. And from there, the uploading team will just take it from there and notify you. It's usually like a 24-hour process and your stuff is up and we promote it to our mailing list and etc. Uh, a lot of the podcasts that we have on there will testify that they really had a bigger buzz after getting on Godify. A lot of them were just post into Instagram and kind of try to get off the ground. But we have a dedicated audience that are looking for Christian content. You see what I'm saying? So the average person, maybe when they log on these other sites, they're looking for the Christian stuff that might be there. But that's all you get on Godify. And so it's a devoted, a dedicated place. So it's a place where podcasts that are faith-based can bloom. 
And so uh, send it over to info at gotafoxstreams.com and we take it from there. Yes, and I can uh, I can testify to that as well because uh, here at 520, we've been on Godify, I want to say it's almost since the beginning. Um, and yeah, every every month I send send our files in and like you said typically within a day we get that notice that hey it's up so if you have a podcast or if you're an artist and especially if you're an artist man you need your music wherever people are everywhere people are you know not just spotify not just apple you know look for the people that are looking for your specific kind of content and tap in with that and that's what godify offers to you so for you guys that are not taking advantage of it yet do so because you're missing out on an audience that's ready to support you like it's it's been awesome so we're definitely glad that godify exists um i mean is there anything else that you would say to independent artists when it comes to you know just their music and, and working with you guys yeah i would say it's a better option because uh not only are we a christian service the other ones don't even have a christian department so if you want any real attention, any personalized experience, then you need to come to Godify. I know I sound like Suge Knight when he was telling the artist to come to death row, <laughs> but <laughs> that's what it is. So yeah, you know, just come join us and let's make this thing as big as possible. Yeah, man. So if they want to get more info, obviously I said the the website is GodifyStreams.com. Is there um, anywhere else that they get that information? Obviously you can go to uh, your like Google Play and your App Store for Apple to check out the the app and all that good stuff. But but where else can they follow and get the latest on what's happening? Uh, you can you can always follow me on Instagram at I Love the Kings Kid and also my website, which is I Love the Kings That's what's up. So make sure you go and check out what's happening there. And speaking of, I know that. Um, you've got some new music in the works, man. I don't, don't want to miss out on that. Uh, you know, last year you released the album this far by faith and you actually worked with Jim Jones on that. Uh, I, I'm really interested in just knowing how that collaboration came to be, uh, before hopping into the new music. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Uh, I listened to people's music who I was cool with in the secular industry and when I hear that church background and hear people say things that's real receptive to just kingdom points of view I'm always with collaborating with them and kind of bringing that out of them and kind of uh, just being able to have them be in the presence of something positive and something faith-based and so it kind of reminds them where they come from which a lot of people have a church background you know and so that's that's what the project was geared toward reminding people about their church background you know so um he was one of them <laughs> and you know me look i'm with storm in the kingdom of darkness so i target people you know um hip-hop is an evangelistic tool for me you know so i target people if i see hey look this person has interest in god Hey, I'm going to come a mate with you and see what we can pull out of you. And he was real receptive toward it. He loved the idea. Heat makers loved the idea. And so uh, we just went forth. And I actually have a project coming out with um, solely produced by Heat Makers called Friend of Sinners. And that one is going to be uh, Jim Jones is on that project as well. Produced solely by Heat Makers. Dayton is on it. Jim Jones is on it. That's the only two features. So I'm dropping that and I'm coming right behind it with a self-titled album called The King's Kid. So, you know, we're about to turn up on it. I, I pretty much have sat back during the pandemic, going through a couple things, let people have the game. But now I'm back. So I'm going to show them how to be a light and dark. I'm not afraid of the dark. I think this is some of my best work. I'm real proud of how it's coming out. Um, how I like to describe it, too, is like it's almost like what Christians listen to when it's not time to worship, right? This is the thing. It's like worship music or nothing. And so it causes Christians to compromise. So if they're not listening to worship, they're listening to 50 Cent. You know, they're listening to Little Wayne. They're listening to the total antithesis. And I'm like, nah, we should have some very dope, right up the middle content that's in step with the gospel, that's lyrically inclined that you could just vibe out to. You know, and so that's how I'm coming with this project. 
that's what's up. And you said uh, Dayton's on on there, right? So um, that's obviously going to be a, uh, a really good collaboration. Like, what what other artists just in the in the Christian space are you kind of keeping your eye on that you're like, man, maybe I might want to work with them at some point. Um, I like Illuminate. Uh, I like Illuminate. I like this guy named Hurt. Not sure. I like uh, these guys. This guy Zadok, who's cool with like Hog Mob. I like Seven. A uh, couple guys like that. You know, um, I think that I would like to collaborate with. You know, I like for the whole song to be hot. And I think uh, the way they put stuff together, we could come up with some good material. So I think on the next project after these two i'm gonna reach out to those guys i've been talking to illuminate recently and so i think that christian artists should collaborate way more and so i want to be that example and i want to extend myself for those efforts yeah man and so are we getting both projects like this year or what's the do you have a time frame on that yeah i already shot a bunch of videos we're getting both projects by labor day Oh, um, wow. Friend of Sinners, yeah, where Heat Makers, that should be dropping almost uh, any day now. We're just getting everything registered, and then I'm coming right behind. I'm going to drop the videos, drop that project, and I'm coming right behind it with the self-titled 12, 12 tracks, and I'm shooting a video for all 12 of them. Okay, that's what's up. Well, and, and I know, obviously, um, when you have that entrepreneurial mindset, right, you, you know, you're always thinking ahead like like what do you see like down that just kind of coming down the pipeline like like what what's you know you drop the projects you're gonna push that for a while but like is there anything that you're like i want to try to do this for the culture once i get done with these albums yeah definitely um i have my next tech idea that i can't discuss yet but what i will do is this because you definitely uh picked up on the whole entrepreneurial side, I'll make sure I come on this podcast to announce it. When I launch it, yeah, it's in research and development right now, and it's going to be just as big of an idea as Godify, and I think people will be real receptive to it. So working on that simultaneously, well, I won't be outworked. <laughs> That's the last thing, you know? Yeah, anything else, I don't know what might happen, but I know I'm not going to be outworked in any way, shape, or form. So we just going forward, you know? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. So, you know, here at 520, we are all about the independent artist um, and, and just trying to push those guys forward, man. Like, what uh, kind of encouragement would you give to these indie artists that are coming up in Christian hip-hop, Christian rap, um, as far as, like, you know, growing their ministries, their brands, whatever you want to call it, uh, because obviously I think you have that experience, but I think I, I, I just, I get that feeling that you're a guy who wants to see other people successful as well. So, so what do you say to them? hundred percent. I would say it's all about supply. Like you got to keep coming, especially with what we're up against, which is the kingdom of darkness. Uh, if these dark artists that represent negativity are shooting three and four videos a month, we have no business shooting one every six months. You know, it's not about keeping up. It's about blowing them out the water. You know, so I say grind harder. You're doing it for the kingdom. You're doing it unto God. You can't be lazy about it. You can't be lackadaisical about it. And that's number one. Number two, stop relying on hustling churches as a way to get your money. Figure out a business idea. Figure out something else that will feed your ministry so that you can spread it. And spread it in dark places. Be a light in darkness. Too much preaching to the choir. True. The kingdom needs edification, entertainment, all that. It's too much of it going on for this dispensation. It's time to start reaching people with it. So promote on more outlets. Even Christian podcasts should put themselves in a hip-hop podcast. You should be on allhiphop.com. You should be on hip-hop DX. You know, places where people might not get this encouragement. And so that's another thing. Work hard, more material, and expand. That's my two things for them. You need more material and you need to expand. You know, because right now, we're being outworked and outdone. 
you know. And so we got to take it to the next level. So if anybody want to reach out to me, please feel free to do so at ilovethekingskid.com. And I love to work with you. There you go, guys. Take advantage of it. The offer is there. And I can guarantee you, you're not going to regret it. So, again, like Nucci said, I love the kingskid.com. Make sure you go and listen to This Far by Faith. That is uh, the EP out with Jim Jones. And then make sure you're supporting the new project as they drop as well. Um, obviously, obviously, make sure you go set up your account with Godify Streams. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. So, uh, GodifyStreams.com. Um, Man, Nucci, I appreciate the time, man, and just the the gems that you have dropped today. Uh, is there anything else that maybe I didn't think about that we need to hit on before we get out of here? Man, I think we covered it. I appreciate you for having me on. I look forward to hearing it and helping promote this and all your episodes. And let's just move forward and do some kingdom building stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Excited to get the chance to connect with you and, and excited for what Godify is doing for creatives in, in the, our Christian space, man. So, uh, thank you for that. I, if, uh, I'm guessing not enough people tell you that. So I'm going to try to do it for them again, guys. Nucci Rayo, check him out at I love the com. He joined us on the track stars podcast network phone line and big shout out to all of our episode sponsors this month, including the bookkeeper 24 Make sure you go to TBK247.com and support them. And we will check you guys out again next month.